0: Welcome to Tech on Toast. The Tech on Toast podcast is powered by Rems Hospitality, using market data to grow your revenue. To find out more about Tech on Toast, head over to our website, techontoast.community, where you can listen to all of our podcasts, read all of our blogs, and search for the latest hospitality tech in our marketplace. Enjoy the show. Welcome, guys, to the next episode of the Tech on Toast podcast. And this week, we're with Paul West, CEO of Fuse and Ignite. Paul, how are you?
1: Hi Chris. Thanks for having me first of all um i'm very I'm very good. It's a sunny day for a change.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, well, I live in the West, right, so literally we're underwater here right now, so I swam the kids to school this morning, so it was it was really interesting so uh, and Paul, I met you um I think I've met you before, but the first time I properly met you was at um, a made for marketing event with Vic Searle in Manchester. Uh, and I do most of my meetings in the pub, which is where we ended up chatting afterwards. Uh, but you were talking that day about um, about Ignite um, and obviously Fuse. So and some really interesting stuff looking into the future. But tell us a little bit about how you got to this point. And Ignite's been going for a few years, right?
1: Yeah. So so I founded both Ignite and and, and Fuse, and I run both companies at the moment, along with my business partner uh, Samuel. We um we started Ignite twenty years ago, so we're old. <laughs> um, no, I didn't say that; you said it. Yeah, I said it. I completely admit it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tw- twenty years ago we started Ignite, and um, you know we were doing digital marketing for restaurants at the time when we had to convince people to do a website because they didn't even necessarily believe that they needed a website for their business. Um, so this was right at the beginning of the the, the kind of internet era, and um. We then, you know, built built the business up. We built the business completely organically. We've always done what we wanted to do, what we thought was the best things to do, um, considering the the technology advancements that were being made um, and the opportunities that that gave to, to hospitality. I mean, we love food and drink, which is why we we focused on hospitality, right? And and, and restaurants. And who doesn't love food and drink and travel as well? So um, so we built Ignite over a number of years, and then things like social media were invented. Um, Google launched. You know, AdWords in this country as well prior to the social media um, launches. So we we just um, grabbed hold of all of this technology, you know, and it's, it was fantastic. And we're running around telling people that social media is important for their business. And again, they're all cynical, you know. Um, so Ignite has always sort of grown up with technology, right? Like it's been the core of what we do. And what we do is we we leverage that technology for the for the for the marketing benefit of our, our clients. And we've moved more and more upstream as well as we build the business so we work a lot with kind of brand strategy and business strategy and so on and then how that feeds all the way through down to c- communications and we have a strong kind of creative department as well to make sure all oh, that's interesting and exciting instead of just talking about technology right which you know we need a better story than just talking about technology so
0: <laughs> why that's why. Like nice, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> no, this is a technology podcast right um <laughs> <laughs> so and then and then Fuse we developed as a as a software platform, kind of off the back of all of our experience at Ignite, right? So all of our understanding of digital user journeys, um, um, the optimization of of revenues, you know, conversion maximization using digital channels to drive revenue, and so on. And we we basically took all of that knowledge and all of those websites we've built and all those e-commerce platforms we've built, and we just we built it. As a, as a product, so we developed Fuse, and it's a separate company to Ignite. So We have the two companies, and we developed Fuse that sort of runs alongside Ignite and and basically benefits from Ignite's kind of client base, route to market, and so on. So we've had kind of quite rapid growth of Fuse without you know requiring any funding or any or anything like that, and we've managed to work with some of the very best clients you know best brands in in hospitality neighbor,
0: paul go on who you because
1: I, oh, I, I first met you, you know, we've got, we got, we got hawksmore gaucho drake and morgan d and d you know marigami udon it, it's a fantastic um uh, uh, list list of clients right um park chinois you know like really really good brands and um you know, and we built the product out alongside those 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 fantastic brands, and um, taken their input, right? So we've let those businesses in, in input into how we're crafting the Fuse product. So, um, so yeah, it's really it's a it's a it's a really exciting place we've we've kind of got to, you know. And uh, you know, it, it, when we're now talking to clients, you know, new clients for Ignite, we say, well, we you know, we have Fuse, and Fuse can become quite a big revenue driver for your for your for your business right
0: no I, f- I find it amazing and i think what i really love about product in tech sometimes is that when it's fed by the you're fed by the customer so uh, you know and, and the unique thing about you guys is that you actually have ignite sitting next to fuse uh separate companies but sitting nearby and you and your customers are telling you we want this or you're at the forefront marketing for them understanding their needs and they're able to kind of almost form a product which is you know, a lot of people do customer research, right, if they're building a new thing, but you've actually got it live, feeding into you constantly, which is really interesting, which is, I suppose, how you understood through the pandemic what they needed quite quickly. And what, what do they actually want then? So what are customers asking you for? And how are you, how are you servicing that through Fuse?
1: So our initial response, because during the pandemic, we were being asked by a lot of our clients to incorporate different technology platforms into their websites or into their digital ecosystems and infrastructure. And what transpired is that it was incredibly fragmented. So you had one supplier providing gift cards. You had another supplier doing their pay at table. um, You had another supplier doing their ticketing. And so this created a real problem because it was a problem for the customer because it was a crap junior uh, customer experience right the the customer had to go in and out of different platforms the gift cards didn't work with the ticketing platform and so on right so it was it was it was it was was a nightmare for the customer and it was crap for the operator because the operator had all these different supplies they didn't almost know like who they should talk to about what issue or what what situation and so it became you know problematic and so our response to that was well what, what let's build a system where it's one ecosystem right where and we fused it together hence the name very good fused together, <laughs> all the like what we did there right um we fused, fused together all the different e-commerce functionality that a restaurant requires um and, and to to enhance its revenue and to provide a better customer service um and we fuse them into a single product and, and so our product is a multi-product product um you know we have we have gifting, we have uh, ticketing and events, we have pay and order at table, we have click and collect and 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 delivery. So it's, it, um, and, and a store, right, you know, where you can sell products of any type, wine boxes and, and so on. So what this does is it allows um, brands to expand their brands into um, the home, right? So, you know, if you have your restaurant with a fantastic sommelier, why aren't you leveraging that sommelier's value in terms of putting together curated wine boxes and selling those wine boxes, right? Because you, your customers like your wine. That's one of the reasons they come to your restaurant, right? So, you know, especially with like, you know, bigger brands, whether it's and Morgan or D&D and people like that, where they have very, very skilled sommeliers and very trusted sommeliers, that's, for example, one 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 sort of way you can leverage the value of of a a restaurant business in other ways right similarly like say for example with drake and morgan they they run these fantastic events with djs like fat tony and drag events and all sorts of cool stuff and um you know we built this platform that allows them to, to to sell these ticketed events incredibly efficiently right and um with with really cool functionality like waitlist functionality and so on to ensure things are always sold out even if they have to refund people because people you know can't make the event that they they bought tickets for and so on so really good sort of customer orientated um, um, functionality and and again I think the sort of you know, where we have always come from is we we come from marketing and agency and and customer right so that's that's what's in our DNA our blood is made of of kind of narrative and storytelling and customers customer journey right um and and so we've applied all of that into 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 fuse we've taken all of that and put it into and put it into fuse so it's really understanding like what do what do customers want how are customers behaving because that's what we've done for 20 years is understand the customer journey
0: I I think it's amazing and and I think I was liking a customer journey the other day I was talking to someone about good CVs and bad CVs when you recruit right and when you look at a CV and someone's jumping in and out of jobs quite a lot through that CV you kind of you're a bit wary thinking oh why aren't you sticking around a bit but then you see these CVs that have long periods of time in each role and they're developing and going through and I liken that to a customer journey in the fact that you don't want to have to I think you talked about it before leaving one place to go to another or jumping out of here to go to another and actually having a start and end and I think it's Brilliant, and I'm I'm skipping off my question here because I want to talk about ticketing quickly because you mentioned Drake & Morgan. Uh, yep. And I think it's so important that brands understand that there's other revenue streams to be had out of their daily what they do normally, right? So if you sit there today and you have a, a restaurant that doesn't do events, that ne- has never done events and don't have any product that you think could fit an event, the ability is there to do it right. The chance is there to do it. If you're clever enough to match that through the customer journey and build. So the DJ sets, I'm guessing that people that
1: attend those things are also spoken to about other products that Drake and Morgan do. Abs- abs- absolutely. Right. And, and and that's what I was sort of talking about is the, the sort of cross pollination of a restaurant brand or a hospitality brand, right? Yeah. the ability to create new products and, ser- and, and services within the, within the umbrella of the brand and to, and to, Um, to extend those brands into lifestyles or at home or or, or whatever, or whatever it may be, you know, and when we worked with Hawksmoor during the pandemic um, for their, for their meal kits, it was a remarkably successful um, um, business, you know, and they've, they've actually paused it now to, because they're so busy with their restaurants, but they, they, they did fantastically well selling Hawksmoor at home meal kits during the, during the pandemic. And it it was just a brilliant way of of sort of taking what Hawksmoor do and, bringing it into the into the home you know and it was and you know they made they made a lot of money it was really good um but the but the fuse platform enabled that to happen right and uh, enabled the back of house logistics to work correctly the 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 customer ordering process in terms of the dates at which they were going to ship out and so on like the order dates and so on like all of that functionality had to be had to be built and, and we built it quickly because the pandemic was the pandemic, and it was a crazy time, right? But so, but that's just a kind of a, a, an example, I guess, of how a, a fantastic restaurant brand like Hawksmoor or, or Gaucho or any of the, the other the other guys, they can extend their brands into in, in, in other ways and, and leverage the value of those brands that they built up over a, over a long period of time. You know, like those are they're, they're valuable brands in their own right, and and they they're not just they don't just need to be bricks and mortar stores.
0: Right? And and that's really interesting, and and one of the reasons they are valuable uh and one of the things that sets them apart or actually all of your customers sets them apart from some of the people looking through the window wishing they're in that brand is the storytelling right and i think that you can have a great product you can be the best chef in the world um but if you're just in your kitchen and no one knows about that and no one's really trying your product no one will ever know so brand and storytelling is what ignite has done fantastically for its customers over the years but you've managed to fuse that see what i did as well Uh, (laughs) Fuse that into your new product and how that leads to consistent delivery right and that then leads to predictability from customers um how do you ensure that implementing your tech doesn't dilute the storytelling because it's quite obvious when you look at fuse uh, and compare them to some of your competitors uh that there's a real obvious uh storytelling part of what you do how do you, how do you build that without diluting it
1: so one thing, again because we come from a sort of brand marketing perspective like point of point of view we decided fundamentally when we when we developed fuse that the the client's brand needs to feel like a seamless experience from their main website or or, or customer experience journey through their um e-commerce journey right um and then very very important that that to the customer is a seamless experience and that the so we actually say with fuse that we're for businesses that care about their brands right it's like if you actually give a shit about your brand letting your customers go off to a third party templated s- standardized platform. It, it's not what you want to do, right? Because you lose the narrative, right? Yeah. You, 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 you lose the, 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 the beauty of the journey. Um, and so what we've done is gone, well, now we're going to make an effort to enable our system to allow that brand to come to life on our platform um, uh, uh, as, uh, as well. And, and that makes just just even just the visual side of it makes a massive a, a massive difference you know if you look at any of the fuse customers you you know you go into drake and morgan's website and go to store it doesn't feel like you're going to fuse but you are right um but you look at you go to that experience and it feels 100 like you are still absolutely within the drake and morgan experience right and so so that so that's that's really fundamental but also it's in terms of like like the products that you're selling you know like you know you, you, whether whether it's Steak boxes or wine crates or, um, or, or, or Fat Tony DJ nights, right? So, you know, that tells you quite a bit about the brand. It enhances the narrative of the brand. So, Drake and Morgan putting on a DJ like Fat Tony or, or Drag Night is telling you something, right? It's, it's, it's telling you something about the brand and, and it helps to reinforce the brand's values and messages and attributes for Drake and Morgan as a whole. You know, because it's about having fun and it's about the entertainment and it's about letting your hair down. And, you know, they're busy city bars in, in, you know, in the square mile and so on and central London and, or, and in Manchester and places as well. But it's right for you know, people who are working hard to like have a good time and putting on events like that actually emphasizes and underlines that brand positioning.
0: And, and I call it peeling the onion, right? It's like peeling the onion on a brand because you can have a brand which has like a shop window that looks pretty, looks great. But when you kind of get underneath it, it's it's probably not what you thought it was, but I love the fact that these guys are innovating through events, innovating through DJs, innovating through wine dinners, whatever it might be, and they're trying new things. And I think great tech solves problems, right? It, it, it comes along and it and it, 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 it sees something it and it starts to fix it for you. And that's what most operators should be looking at, I think. And for you guys, it's not just about enhancing the revenue you've already got in the basket, right? It's not just about increasing basket spent, and it was, as we mentioned before, the ticketing—it's about potentially putting in new revenue streams.
1: Absolutely, right. I mean, that's very much what Fuse is about now. I think you know, during the pandemic, it was about you know you had yeah. to you had to dodge, bullets, right? <laughs> yeah. you had to survive, and you know, um, it, it was about exactly, it was about survival and about doing what you could do as a hospitality business in the in the, in the limitations and restrictions that that were in place. Right. So now it's all about driving revenue, right. Um, and driving revenue and growing brands and providing customers a sort of frictionless, um, experience. Right. Um, and, and of course the other benefit that, that a platform like fuse has is the data right? Like all the data that, 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 that we're collecting. So for, from a marketer's point of view, and I know you're a marketer and I'm a marketer and it's like having that data. And, you know, I know you spoke to, to the other day, like <laughs> yeah. Following yeah. Me around. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and having that data is incredibly rich because it's absolute yeah. purchase data. Right. So, it, you know, you know, if a customer you know there's no that they've been in your restaurant you know exactly whether what they bought what the, you know what, what what how much they spent you know if they also buy gift cards you know if they come to your ticketed events you know you know all of these things about them which enables you to build a far better picture of your of your of your customers and identify the true value of your customers and then you can reward those people and entice those people uh, more effectively right so um so that's ne- so that's where it's kind of going to so it's you know, it started off with a necessity during the pandemic, and it's grown from there into a a fantastic revenue driver, a marketing tool, um, a, a data collection function, functionality.
0: And that is interesting, right? Because my background before I got into this world was operations, and um, and I was talking to you the day about, you know who who you know who's who's the customer and you know who's the customer, and it's very much marketing people, right? Because this is really, I think you called it rich data that where you can, and because it's all in one pot. This is the big difference. So I think we potentially refuse compared to when you have, I suppose, seven or eight different SaaS solutions off the shelf that you're doing different things with, that actually it's all in one place and you have this uh, kind of really nice uh, collection of people. As you say, birthdays, wedding anniversaries, uh, ticketed events, uh, wine dinners, whatever they came to, just because they checked in and had a drink one night and you've got this information. It becomes so powerful, doesn't it? And I think when you were talking about at the start, it was interesting about how you had to convince people they needed a website. Are you in? Are you in the same journey now with convincing people that a valuable CRM is going to be the absolute future to their business?
1: Um, not so much. Not, it's not so hard these days because I think there's uh, clever marketers in the restaurant industry know this, right? The thing that most marketers tend to struggle with is how to do it. Yeah, you know, um, they they kind of know that they should be doing it and they need to be doing it, but it's because of that sort of historic fragmented ecosystem, it's bloody difficult, right? Um, When you have your bookings data in one place and you've got your pay at table data somewhere else and your Wi-Fi login data somewhere else and, you know, trying to make sense of that is very, very difficult. It's a a challenge, you know. Um, And that's why having something like Fuse where you've got all of that payment data in one place to your point is actually makes it really easier, much, much, much easier, you know, um, and and I think so. When I tell people that, you know, narrative basically, they they get it right. Like marketers, marketers get it. Um, you know, it's the the. I think the the challenge really is is getting it all. They implemented operationally, right because it's all very well for the marketing department and finance usually gets it finance goes yeah i can see us are going to make us some more money they are going to save us some money here and there as well but the op- operationally sometimes that's a challenge right because yeah. you've, got, you've got new product streams you've got to manage busy event nights for example with so you sold 200 tickets to an event and you've got to make it work operationally right um yeah you know so um or you got gifting you know and you want to get micro gift or, or gift cards or whatever it might might be and so all these things present operational challenges and um so i think it's it's convincing the core of the operation of the business of of the of the value in the and and how it's going to how it needs to be implemented right is is one of the challenges that we are definitely f- uh, f- uh, f- uh, facing right and and that's something which we're kind of as as fuses as, as as a as a company Trying to like help our clients go through that go through that process go through that journey because the guys the guys at the top often get it. Right? They, they, when I speak to CEOs or managing directors or COOs or marketing directors and CMOs and all those guys and finance directors and CFOs they all get it right. <laughs> um, it, it's it's getting things implemented in store um, on the ground by the guys who are on the front line. Um, that's 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 more of a that's more of a challenge.
0: And, it, and it's one of the things I've loved most about getting involved with tech over the last few years, understanding roadmaps. Uh, as they, and we used to call them budgets in operations, right? That was our roadmap. The budget was our roadmap. It was like we'd set a budget for a store and that's what we had to hit. How we did that actually wasn't written down anywhere. That was just in the area manager's head or the obstructor's head. So I actually think one of the solutions to the problem you're talking about is roadmapping out technology alongside operations, actually looking at the customer journey and marketing, because it ties it all together, and really having a a solid roadmap for the next 12, 24 months. And that sounds crazy, right, for a hospitality business, particularly what they've been through for pandemic and all the recent, uh, you know, things that are getting in their way and and all the headwinds. But having a map that can actually say, look, we're going to do this, we're going to implement gifting, ticketing, this is what it's going to look like, operations buy-in, marketing buy-in, then it becomes really powerful, because actually you're not just going on along a budget you're actually building a new business potential or, or layering on new business as you go and then you yeah you have to have the technology to do that which which you guys provide which i i, I find it interesting and i think i i think operators are changing as well i think hopefully that's good news to you that i think operators actually the guys on the ground are actually saying i and i am becoming more tech because they're growing up with tech as well right this generation is different so they're probably understanding more that what they need to do to bring their friends and colleagues to their business. I don't know if it, if you think the same but that's that's the way I look at I suppose what what we should be doing going forward.
1: Yeah, so that's an absolutely valid point because so for example earlier this week we did a workshop with um, all the GMs at uh, Drake and Morgan. So they from all the different sites came together we did a workshop and we basically took the time to kind of explain the substance of, of fuse and the benefits to the business and to them and their own KPIs and targets that they have to achieve and right. how it's going to benefit them. Um, and, and, but, but also what we really wanted to do was listen, right? So we, cause you know, they've been implementing sort of order and pay technology in the, in the bars. And we were like, we wanted to hear what their experiences were of that, what frustrations they had, what, um, how they could see the benefit, what benefits they could see, what ideas they had, and it was fantastic, right? So we, we started that we, we had this amazing dialogue and we got this like incredible vibe going where they were like coming up with these ideas of things that, that, that we could add to the technology, to the functionality of the technology that would like tick like massive ball aches off of their list, right? Massive pains in the asses off of their list. And they That's were like, great,
0: my friend, get rid of the ball aches for ops, we will be your best friend forever.
1: Ex- ex- <laughs> exactly, right? And they were like, Wow, if it did this. I would love it. That would be amazing. And we're like, okay, cool. We can build that. Actually, you know, that's that's completely re- um, reasonable, right? Feasible, you know, because because one thing is we noticed, and, and again, with Fuse, we've tried to ensure that it's a uh, very versatile, right? Like we don't f- think that every hospitality business operates the same way. Funnily enough, right? <laughs> um, you know, so we know that the way that one brands, and, you know, these are all very, very good companies, very good businesses, you know, that we're, that we that we work with. And we know that the way one company does it is going to be different to how another company does things, right? So we have to build flexibility and versatility into our product. Because if you're expecting everybody to fall into line with your product, that's crap product design, in my view. So we have to listen to what clients want, build flexibility into the substance of the product and versatility and substance of the product so that we can, Respond to the different nuances of people's operations, our company's operations, and that's really sort of sort of fundamental again to our DNA, to our philosophy as a as as a business. Is like we don't expect you to fall into line with us. We will adapt things to make it work for you. That's that's what we try and do, and that and that's what makes customers sticky, right? That's a horrible
0: word, sticky. I know, uh, but you know that's why people hang around with you. That's why that's where loyalty breeds, and that's if you look at some of the best people who run loyalty programs that's why you hang around with the loyalty program because actually you feel like they're tailored to you. They're not for a group of, I don't sit in the, four, I'm going to say, you know, the 20 to 40 year olds. Uh, you know, we don't, I don't sit in that group. i match. this is for Chris. This is for my, cause my birthday, this is for, cause I visited on a Tuesday, whatever it might be, but it's that tailored or personalization of it, which, uh, and especially in a product design. I mean, that's insane, right? If we, if you can build a product, yeah, you know, I know you can't react to everything, but if you can build a product based wholly around um, feedback from the people that use it, and most product designers are going, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, but really looking internally and reacting to it, it's it's absolutely powerful. I think it will change the game.
1: Yeah, totally. And, and we're gonna, I think we'll find that. For example, with 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 Drake and Morgan, like some of the ideas were were, were brilliant, and we're going to add those to the product, and it's going to make their lives better as operators, right? And 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 easier solve their problems. That's what it, that's what tech's got to do. It's got to solve the problems. It's also got to you know provide revenue streams and so on. But you know, it's, it's... A dirty word money. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, um, and, and one of the things I was going to ask you, like the ignite is twenty years old. Was it this year? Was it twenty years old this year? Is that the yeah?
1: Well, twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two was our was was our twentieth anniversary. We celebrated all year. And
0: I can't believe you started a business when you were 15. That's amazing. Yeah, I know.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> 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 um, that, that's a lot of time, right? To be working with marketing people and brands and you know all that, you know. And I suppose what, what's changed? I mean, it could be a long conversation, but what do you think has changed really in the industry? Or are our problems just evergreen? Are we just still dealing with the same stuff? What do you what do you think?
1: Oh, uh, the problem, I mean, the things that have changed are vast. The, obviously, the biggest is the um, adoption of the internet, right, and how the internet exp- um, ex- expand. You know, like I said, twenty years ago, a lot of restaurants didn't have a website. You know, and doing SEO was great because you could just write like the, the you could write London restaurants in the title tag, and you were number one on Google for London <laughs> restaurants. Oh, the great. dream! Yeah, it was, it was so easy. It was fantastic. Um, no one knew how to do it, um, and so we actually had all of our clients were like top ten restaurants in Google. It was it was brilliant. Um, <laughs> And, uh, so, so yeah, so, so, and obviously, you know, then that was kind of the, the world of kind of web, web, web one, you know, where basically websites were brochures and, and that was it. And then web two kind of came along web 2.0 and that was the kind of user generated content era, you know, so things like Facebook were invented. Um, and then of course, things like Instagram off the back of that and, and, and so on, you know, you everyone knows the the, the process, and 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 that's all about now we're kind of into web three, which is one of the things I talked about at, at Vic's made for marketing event, you know, and the you know, where's that where's that gonna go? And you've got like, you know, AI and you've got AR and VR and all of these amazing technologies, you know, which are right still very low in the adoption curve, right? Like they 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 AR isn't commonplace currently, you know, you yeah. we're not all walking around with little t- Things being beamed into our eyeballs through our glasses and so on, right? Yeah, but, it, but but it, but it but it will happen, right? Like, uh, there's almost no doubt that as the technology gets smaller and smaller and smaller, um, it, it becomes easier and easier for wearable technology. Um, that 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 that's all that's all that's all just gonna that's all just gonna com- completely t- sort of develop. So, you know, as con- as customers as consumers start to adopt the technology and as it continues to develop. So will so will re, re, restaurants and hospitality, you know. Um, and there's enormous potential with, with 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 that. There's some fantastic kind of stuff that people are playing around with already that has big Im, Im, implement, implications on on hospitality. You know,
0: have you got an example? Oh, it'd be great to get an example because I, I watched you speak and my mind was blown. And I I, I just keep going back to the fact that, that there was no SEO, which was great. Uh, but we're kind of at that stage with AI, AR. Because it's really kind of a blank canvas. And I remember we were talking about it, I think, at the event or afterwards. And you were saying, people might roll their eyes now or kind of look shocked when I'm talking about this stuff. But that's what they did when websites came along. Uh, And that's what they did before social media. So technology will keep advancing. It's the early adopters often that win. Is that fair to say? Or, Or kind of get a head start, I suppose?
1: Yeah, well, being aware of the technology, I think. is When yeah. I remember having conversations with people when Facebook was first invented, first launched right in the UK, because it was in the US first and it came here, and we were we were using it right. We were we actually were working quite closely with Facebook to work with, with you know social media, and as they were launching their ad platform, we were one. Of, we were sort of pioneering it for them, you know, playing around with it for them in the in the restaurant sector, and um, I remember talking to people going, "This will never work." like like social media, what, Why? you know, literally people telling me that social media will never catch on, you know, (laughs) you know, you look back on that now. I remember having people like conversations with people about websites and them saying things like, you know, there's no point having a website. I'm a restaurant. People just walk into my restaurant. I don't, I don't need a website. Right. So you, you know, we've always had those conversations, (laughs) you know, so to have a conversation with somebody now and they say, we don't need to worry about, uh, about VR. You know, it's like you will well at some point you will. So like already, like some of the big brands like McDonald's and Wendy's in the United States are are doing some some pretty interesting things, right? They're building restaurants in gaming environments so people can order, can go into a um, you know, VR experience when they're doing other things on in you know, on the VR environments that they're that they're in, and they can go into a restaurant, they can order food and pay for it. And, and, then, and then it arrives at their house. <laughs> you know, so, so they, yeah,
0: but yeah. It's only
1: going to have to take, like, come out of the gaming environment to, to, to go in order. They only have to stop to go and open the front You've door. You've just right?
0: described my 15-year-old's life. That's basically what he does <laughs> now. It's just me. I'm the AI. I'm the AI. I just deliver it.
1: <laughs> You're the delivery guy, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, so, so I, I, that, I that's little, real simple. But, you know, there's also technology being developed where, you know, for front-of-house front of teams to have AR um, visibility of their guests, right, and and they can they can get the information about guests as they're coming in the uh, coming in the door, and they can know if someone's a, 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 a an important guest or or you know a, a very loyal customer and so on, and they can they can react accordingly, right, um, and that information can come at them really really quick, and that, that sort of technology is being developed. Um, menu is fantastic, right, because we all care about where our food comes from, what's what's in it. You know there's, there's there's you know um, gluten allergies and all sorts of situations and nut allergies and all sorts of situations where menu information usually the little description and the little yeah. codes isn't sufficient right um and you you want to know more about it so one very potential use case is having ar um, information you can see where the where the where the from you know you can see the farm where it's from you could you can see um, all of the uh, breakdown of ingredients precisely, right, um, so that you can understand if there's something in there that you can't eat, so as to avoid any allergic reactions. So it's things like that which, um, which, which are just obviously going to be valuable, right? And and as as AI technology is more and more adopted, those things will just become more and more commonplace. Timestamp really? that. But yeah, <laughs>
0: gotta get that. That one's going out. Yeah, uh, but that's that's amazing. And I, and I just I think it's really the reason I talk to founders, CEOs of these products is because um we use the word visionary uh but you're always looking down the road right you're always looking at what's coming next because you have the opportunity to because you're being asked to probably by your by your customers and i think it's really exciting to be able to put this in people's ears when they're mowing the lawn walking the dog whatever they're doing and just irk that bit of interest you know an operator to sit you know what maybe i should just scratch the surface then have a little look and see if that you know is that coming could it help me not now but in a year's time, could that help me or could I build something towards that? That's where I find um, this information really interesting because it, it enables people to to think differently, which is, I think, what we should all encourage is in a world like ours where everything is at the touch of a button now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for example, we're, we're working with a restaurant group over in California and, you know, they're in they literally have restaurants in Silicon Valley. So this is, this is their environment. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're we're looking at like NFT loyalty programs. With, with with those guys because their audience is completely 100 percent with that te- with that tech right yeah but they don't have to go through any education process with their audience base and um, yeah so it, it, there are people out there are businesses out there marketers out there that are lo- looking at this tech and going yeah how can I use this right and it is those guys that are going to be one step ahead in, in 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 when they do become more and more commonplace right like if you're messing around with NFT technology for loyalty now. In five years' time, you're gonna really understand, you're gonna really know about it. Right?
0: Even I am understanding NFT, you know. I've taken time to read up on it, starting cool. to understand. We've got some little badges from other company which we use, which are NFTs, which are very cool. cool. So yeah, yeah. So we're we're we we're learning as we go. But brilliant. look, Paul, fuse is fantastic. Uh hopefully people listening to this are gonna understand that um having their data all in one place, as well as all the different uh, levers they can pull to enable themselves to make some more cash, which is prevalent right now. Um, How do they get hold of you? Where do they find you?
1: Uh, Well, so we have a couple of websites. So first of all, check out um, fuse-hospitality.com. That's our Fuse website. And then there's ignitecreates.com is our Ignite website. So depending on what kind of what you're interested in. Um, You can reach me at paul at ignitecreates.com. And you find me on LinkedIn as, I think, Paul West or Paul Westy, as I'm sometimes... Going under. Um, so yeah, you know, please reach out, for, connect me, and um, it's always
0: to- a brave man who puts his email on a podcast, you know. So
1: yeah, <laughs> go for it. You know, I'm always happy to have conversations with people. You know, I love talking about this stuff. I can talk about it all day, as you can tell. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so you know, there's there's lo- there's loads of great stuff going on. You know, and I think people that are interested in this subject, you know, that are Tech on Toast listeners, that obviously have a, an interest in Tech, technology and, and marketing, and 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 products, and so on. You know, there's I'm always happy to have conversations with people or people like that. So
0: well, I'm gonna get everyone together actually. Put uh, everyone who comes on the podcast. I'm inviting all those guys together in the shard apparently. I'm going all at market. Uh awesome. yeah, look even Paul rolled his eyes then. Uh but yeah, I'm going to the shard. I'm gonna get a load of the founders together who've been on the podcast and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a you know a bit of a, a bit of a networking do and hang out a bit and maybe ask some people to come along and kind of meet you guys as well. I think I think it's I think we should encourage more and more of it, especially talking about the future would be lovely wouldn't it just to talk about what's coming rather than what happened for once uh, because um what happened wasn't great so let's talk about what's going to happen i think it's much more
1: exciting I, I agree there's so much positivity in what's happening with with digitization of restaurants you know and there's so much scope and potential and there's lots of innovation going on you know and i think that you know certainly here in in the uk where we're, we're kind of global gl- you know global leaders in 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 technology for the hospitality and uh um, yeah, there's some fantastic ideas going on. There's some great people doing some great work. Um, so, yeah, it's a really exciting space.
0: There we go. Well, that was Paul West, everybody, uh, CEO and founder of both Fuse and Ignite. And you can check him out on the websites that Paul just mentioned, or you can stalk him on LinkedIn and find him there, um, or I see him regularly. So thanks very much, Paul.
1: Appreciate you taking time out a busy day. Um, say bye-bye. Absol- Absolutely. Pleasure. Thank you, Chris. It's um, Yeah, it's been fantastic talking to you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next week to find out who we've got coming up or you can go and check out techontos.community to find out more about what we're up to. Have a great week.